Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon, Jen. How are you today? Fantastic. Awesome. So today we're talking about values and um, and all about values. What values are, how they lead to our guiding principles, how you can connect it back to family and history. Some a little bit of fun activities to do with values and uh and then some questions you can ask yourself about your values. So following in the new format of questioning. <laughs> Very fun. So um so talking about what values are, um a couple of years ago I was introduced to an assessment called the um VIA or Values in Action, the VIA assessment, and it was basically a um, an online free assessment that uh, that measures, asks you a series of questions, and then report gives you a report on your the top twenty four morally valued character strengths in rank order according to you. Can anyone go online and do this? Yep. Anyone can do it. It's free. I'll give you the information uh, at the end of the show how to get on there. Um, but it's called the VIA, uh, the Values in Action, and it was created by a um, by the positive psychology movement, Chris Peterson, and and some researchers with him. And it's basically, um, and they've looked across cultures, across time, uh, to look at really what the the top morally valued character strengths have been. And they came up with twenty four that have shown up all across religions, across different um, societies, cultures, times, and history, and that kind of thing that continue to show up. And so um, so some of those things are things like um, honesty and integrity or uh, appreciation of excellence and beauty, um, bravery and courage, curiosity, creativity, um, trying to think of some other ones, industry, um, uh, prudence, these kind of things. And so there's 24, and... Uh, and they're outlined there for you. And what I've found that's nice about it is that many times when I ask somebody, like, what are your values? Um, they say, oh, I know my values. And then I'll say, oh, what are they? And then it's kind of like, well, and then they fumble through some things because we know them in our heart of hearts mm-hmm. and we can kind of act on them in the moment, but we don't always have the language to describe them, mm-hmm. right? We mm-hmm. know when they've been violated because we have this visceral, irrational response, you know, generally um, when a guiding principle or value has been violated, um, but it's, it's hard to put words around it. Yeah. And so what I found is that by taking people through this great um, VIA assessment and then taking a look at their values and seeing how they show up in their lives, then they're able to actually um, to put the words and the language around it. Like, oh, that's interesting. Like one of um, my top five values, not necessarily in rank order, but are um, to love and be loved mm-hmm. is number one. Uh, creativity mm-hmm. is number two. Uh, uh, bravery and valor. Number three, zest and enthusiasm for life. Number four, and then hope and optimism. Number five. And then followed shortly after that is like gratitude and uh, I think social intelligence is another one. But but these are the things that I lead my life with. When mm-hmm. I think about the way that I be in the world and the way that I, you know, that I am, th- that's what comes forward. That's what I lead with um, in terms of my values. Now, the body of research shows that everybody has access to all 24 morally valued character strengths. So it's not because something shows up at the very last one that you don't have it or you could never use it. Um, it just means that it's not what you lead with, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so my very last, uh, strength is, um, modesty and like humble, humbleness and modesty or something, right? And so, of course, my, my knee jerk reaction is like, 
well, does that mean I'm arrogant? You know, what does that mean? But the reality is it just means that that's not what I lead with. Yeah. You know, I'm on the other end of the spectrum leading with bravery and courage. So more courageous authenticity than being humble and, and modest and quiet. It's not the, the way that I operate in the world. Yeah. It doesn't mean I could never be modest or humble. Um, cause I think if I couldn't tap into those once in a while, then I probably wouldn't be very well liked. Right. I mean, so we all tap into all 24 is my point. And I say that because when you take the assessment for the first time, the, the common thing that people do is they go immediately to the bottom of the page to see what their worst thing is. Like they just want to know what's wrong with them. And it's like, well, how about what's right with you? Right. And so, so I just, I want to make that caveat real clear, um, right up front. So, um, so that's what we're talking about in terms of values. So there are things that guide you in your life. And then really the power behind values is what are your guiding principles and how do you extrapolate that out? So when you think about guiding principles, um, so if bravery and, and valor or courage is one of my top strengths or my top values, what does that mean for me in life? Like, what do I believe about that? What would I want to teach other people about that strength? And what I like to teach other people about that strength is, um, sometimes you have to take a leap of faith, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just mm-hmm. have to take a risk and you have to try something and you might fall flat on your face and that would be okay right? You'll survive. Like sometimes you just have to look fear in the face and stare at it eyes wide open and say, I'm okay. I'm, I can survive this, right? I can Mm -hmm. get through this. And so, um, and so that's one of the things I teach my children. I teach people that I work with or that I mentor. Um, that's, it's a guiding principle that I live by in Mm -hmm. my life. And so, um, so what happens is when I meet people who don't share that, who in fact, who work really hard against it, um, who are, are very much afraid of risks and, and that it feels off to me. It doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, there's no judgment there like that. That person's wrong for how they believe, but it doesn't feel in alignment with my value. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if I met somebody who had a very high or strong value in prudence and being very careful about everything and that person and I worked on a project together it would be difficult for me mm-hmm. because I'd be saying, Hey, let's, let's go for it. You know? And she might be saying, well, let's really, we need to really look at all of these angles first. Mm-hmm. Now, if I don't know that her value is prudence and she doesn't know that mine is bravery, what it feels like is that I'm irrationally pushing her too hard towards the unknown and for her. And what it feels like to me is that she's irrationally pulling me back and holding me back from doing something. But by understanding both of our values and seeing like, ooh, wow, look at that. Like these could really complement each other or they could really get in the way of our ability to work together. Um, that becomes, um, that becomes much more powerful to have the language around it and to say, oh, I see you value prudence. I really value bravery and courage. We should, um, we should leverage both of these to their full potential when we work together and see how we could do that together. Or, you know, maybe I shouldn't be on the team <laughs> with that, with that value, right? So, um, when you think about how, um, how we get our values, like where do you think they come from, Jen? I would say probably, um, from a real basic starting place would be your family. Yeah. 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 From absolutely. When you're a child. From when you're a child. And yeah. where do you, how do you think that happens? Um, role modeling would be probably number one. Right. I, I would say, um, yeah, actions. What is your family doing? 
you know, I maybe some of what they're saying, but I always mm-hmm. think what you actually do speaks louder than what you say. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you had somebody who modeled for you in your life being brave and courageous, you may get yeah. brave and courageous not by them ever telling you you should be brave. Exactly. Right? Just yeah. by seeing them try things that were hard or embarrassing or scary and surviving it. You might think, oh, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, you go I right into too. the face of what you're afraid of and you do it. Um, or if you have somebody, a parent or a grandparent or somebody who you really care about who is very um, prudent, then it would be much more... Um, you would end up probably being much more cautious and conservative in your life mm-hmm. and asking questions before mm-hmm. you said yes to something and researching. And so um, one is not better than another, right? Just different. Both serve mm-hmm. the person. It's just different. But if you, if you don't understand that you have those differences and values um, and then you're trying to get something done, it can be very hard, mm-hmm. right? It can be very hard to be in alignment. So, um, So what you can do, a fun activity that you can do with this is you can think about who are the most significant people in your life and what are the things that you've learned from them. Mm -hmm. And so you might think about like, um, like what, who's somebody who's really significant to you? Um, my, my parents, my dad, my mom. Okay. So like, what's one thing that you've learned from your dad? Um, loyalty. Okay. Which is also a value by the way, teamwork and loyalty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely loyalty. And what did he teach you about loyalty? Uh, you don't give up on people. You don't give up on people. So what you just heard Jen say is a guiding principle, right? You don't give up on people. And that is something that I'm guessing she has lived her life doing, right? Like giving yeah. people a second chance, um, looking for the best in people, trying to, um, you know, not just letting something go, a friendship go for one mishap, but really trying to get back in right relationship. Right. And, um, and that is, that's where we live. And that actually, um, gives me just the one guiding principle gives me great insight to Jen and allows me to say like, Oh wow, that's really interesting. Like I could see, um, I could totally see that showing up in places and in our conversations and stuff. So it's, it's interesting. Um, so you want to think about your guiding principles and what those are. So you, so connect back to people in your family. And my mom said this recently too. She goes, you know, I was just thinking like, what's one thing I've learned from all these people who are important to me. And it was, we had the most beautiful conversation around what she had learned from our grandma, my grandma, her mother, um, and her father and what she had learned from me and, um, and her sister and her husband. And just, um, it was just so wonderful to be able to have that kind of a conversation around where her values came from and then to see how those ended up, um, affecting my life and my values as well. So you can do that a little, make a little history line for you. And this is a tool that, um, that I was introduced to by my business partner. Gretchen Pisano, um, who you've heard me talk about in other shows, but, um, but she created this from her work in the, um, applied positive psychology program at the university of Pennsylvania. And she created this great history chart and you look at, um, times that were significant events that were significant places that were significant in your lives. And you think, what did those times teach me? What did I learn? And then you can correlate those back down to your values. Right. And then from those, you think to yourself, okay, so if loyalty is a value, um, what would I want to teach? You know, what have I learned about it from someone significant in my life? So Jen learned from her father, don't give up on people. And what do I want to teach my daughters about that? 
And it might be the exact same lesson, right? Don't give up on people. Mm. Or it might be something else, right? But, but either way, um, it is, those are things that are really important to you. And, and oftentimes, if that is something that's important to you, um, and somebody accuses you of not acting on it, it's incredibly painful, right? If somebody says you're not loyal, right? Like that becomes incredibly painful. And if somebody says to me, like, you're a coward, I mean, I like have this visceral response, like I am not a coward (laughs) and I will prove it to you. Right. Which isn't always the best response, but, um, but I mean, it, it really, it really frustrates or like if there's something I'm afraid to do, like it just grates on me because I hate to be Mm -hmm. afraid. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, um, so you want to look back and see that. And so, um, so here are a couple little activities or some, um, some things, some questions you can ask yourself around values. And the first one is obvious, right? Is what are my values? See if you can put it to paper. And then after you've put it to paper, um, maybe go online and take the survey and you can find it at, um, I believe the website is via me.org and you can take the survey for free and they'll give you your top 24 in rank order for free. There's no, you know, no ties, no money you have to pay, no free trial, no nothing. It's free. It's one of the last great free things in the world. Um, you can also find that at the um, University of Pennsylvania Positive Psychology um, website, which you can Google uh, UPenn Positive Psychology via, and it'll probably come up for you. Um, so you can take the assessment and then see how it lines up with what you thought your values were and how close it is and what surprises you. Because sometimes there's something in there that's really surprising. Like I had one friend who had um, fairness and justice as one of her values. And she goes, gosh, I, I just don't see that. And so we said, okay, well, let's just notice it. Like, let's just pay attention to where it shows up for the next couple months. And we did. And it was like, oh, there's your fairness and justice again. Oh, there it is again. <laughs> you know? Funny? And now she's like, of course, that's one of mine. Like, I absolutely own that. Um, but sometimes we just... It, the language we don't, we don't quite associate. So, yeah. um, so, so take the assessment and then you can ask yourself, how can I leverage my values to be more successful? Right? So how could I leverage zest and enthusiasm to be successful? How could I leverage loyalty to be successful? How could I leverage what I know about, um, industry and diligence and like getting stuff done and working hard to be more successful? Um, And then you can ask yourself this powerful question, which is, do my values align with my company values? (laughs) Right? Many of us, when we're in jobs that don't feel good and you can't put your finger on it, you're like, yeah, it's a great job. I have good benefits. Kind of like what I do, but it just feels yucky. There's usually a values conflict somewhere. So pay attention to that. Look at where, like, do your values align with the company you're working for? And if not, is there a way to reconcile that? Or do you need to find a different company where your values do align? Yeah. Because I will tell you, people who work in a place where their values align are far more energized after a day's work than those who don't. Because it's draining to work with people who don't have the same values. Yeah. Draining. Um, and then you can ask yourself, what does it feel like when someone violates one of my guiding principles? Right? So what does it feel like when somebody's <laughs> not loyal to me? What does it feel like when somebody is, um, is kind of like not zestful and enthusiastic to me? Um, what does it feel like to me when somebody doesn't, um, isn't creative and isn't interested in being creative and actually poo-poos my creativeness and my ideas? Like, what does that feel like? And generally you'll find that you have a real visceral response and almost irrational. Like I shouldn't be this angry 
but I am. Right? So you'll see that. Um, so, so ask yourself those questions. I encourage you to get out, take the assessment, um, find out what it is there. If you're really into it, there's a $25 report that you can buy that like really outlines everything. But if not, you can just do your top 24 as a place to start. And then your, um, your homework would be to just notice where they show up and start watching them. Yeah. That's kind of fun. So yeah, lots of fun. So, um, so ending with a, a quote today by Roy Disney, it's not hard to make decisions when you know what your values are. Good point. There you go. So go find out what your values are. We'll see you next week on The Bright Side. This is Alexis Robin, local life and business coach. You can find out more about values and the things that we do at plinkcoachingcenterforexcellence.com or excuse me, plinkcoachingcenter.com or nourishlifecoaching.com. Excellent. Thanks, Jen. See you next week. Same place, same time. You've been listening to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin here on K Tahoe.